Proesa Mawr, I'm Leanne Wood and I'm hosting a new political podcast which will hopefully offer something different. Being active in politics, trying to get things changed for the better isn't easy in the current climate. There's so much division, anger, hatred, sometimes it's causing despair. Social media isn't helping people to unite, it's tearing us apart. And of course we can't rely on the mainstream media which protects its own interests, not ours. There's a great need for people who feel the same way about politics to get together, to work together, to bring about the change we want to see. I hope this podcast will provide information in a non-confrontational way. I wanted to give voice to those we don't hear enough from, and I wanted to provide a resource to people who want political change. This project can only be a success with your support. I hope you enjoy this episode and that you'll consider becoming a supporting subscriber. Details as to how you can do that can be found at the end. My first guest is here to talk about housing, homelessness, holiday homes and housing costs. It's nothing short of a scandal that we have people without a home when there are many others who live in multiple homes. We all need to have somewhere safe to live, yet for many people, the costs of housing have been rising far faster than wages. This is forcing people to make decisions they don't want to make, like moving away from their community or, in extreme circumstances, living on the streets. Wherever you live, it's likely that the housing crisis is hitting people in your community. It may be harming you. Mably Cyril Jones is Chair Cadirith of the Welsh Language Society and she's here to explain why housing is such a crucial issue for our communities, for our young people, for our economy and, of course, for the future of the Welsh language. It gives me great pleasure to speak today with Mably Cyril Jones. Mably is a former colleague of mine. We worked closely together for a number of years. She's now the chair of Cymdeithas Iriaith Gymraeg, the Welsh Language Society. Cymdeithas are running a campaign entitled Nid U Cymru Arwerth, which translates to Wales is not for sale. And the campaign aims to put an end to the housing crisis. It's a campaign to tackle the range of housing pressures, and Mably is here to tell us all about it. Mably, firstly, Croeso, it's good to have you on the podcast. Clearly, most of the campaigning work undertaken by the Welsh Language Society takes place through the medium of Welsh. Can you start by explaining what Cymdeithas Iriaith is about, what the broad aims of the organisation are, and why housing is such an important problem for you to solve? Oh, well, um, first of all, Diolch and Mawr, um, thank you for having me on. But yeah, so Cymdeithas, we've got our sort of strap line that describes who we are. And it's a bit of a mouthful, but I will, I'll translate it because I think it's a good summary of what we're all about. So 
We call ourselves a movement of people who take non-violent direct action for the Welsh language and the communities of Wales as part of the international revolutionary movement for rights and freedom. So that's that's what we're all about, basically. And a lot of your listeners based in Wales will know that we've been going now for nearly 60 years. And really, in terms of our like broad aims and, and those values that we have, like it hasn't really changed that much. You know, we've we've won a lot over the years, but ultimately, like our aim is to create a Wales where everyone can learn, use and enjoy the language in their everyday lives and our communities are resilient and vibrant and that they have democratic control over their lives as well. And so some of the things we campaign for are Welsh medium education for all, increasing people's rights and their abilities to use the language in their daily lives and normalising and extending the language across all areas. And in terms of housing and like our campaign focus on that, the reason is because at the moment, the, the problems we have in the housing system, which have been there for decades and they've got worse and worse and worse, those issues are they threaten the whole community basis of the language. Because as house prices increase, as we've seen over the decades and particularly over the last year and a half where they've risen really, really quickly, what happens is local people and in particular young people are driven out of their communities because they can't afford to stay there on local wages. And a community then declines over time if more and more of the houses in that area are just used as second homes or holiday lets by people who can afford um, to buy them. And the, you know, the crux of the issue there is, is any language is only a living language. If, if it's a community language, if it's a language that people can live their daily lives through the medium of it. And in certain communities in Wales, it is the primary medium of communication in daily life. And some of those communities at the moment are facing real, real pressures in terms of housing. Okay, thank you for that clear outline. The housing pressures are different in different places, aren't they? The pressures in coastal Gwynedd are different to the pressures in the valleys, but housing costs are rising everywhere. So on what basis can all the people who are facing these housing pressures join together and work together for the change that that is needed? See, I I think that's the crucial question. And that's exactly what we want to do is come day fast. For me personally, so I'm from an area in Cardiff, Grangetown, where I've seen it since I've grown up, how much the prices around here have gone up. And I've been lucky. I've been able to stay in my local community. But a lot of the other young people that I grew up with have been pushed out by rising house prices in central Cardiff. So yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You know, the, the problem manifests itself differently in different communities. And in some of those coastal and rural areas, like it's more of an issue of second homes and holiday lets, whereas in inner city areas, it's often the fact that rents are just completely out of control. And that, But ultimately, you know, it's a question of rising house prices everywhere. And crucially, I think we have to remember that the root causes are the same. It might look a little bit different in different communities, but underneath it all, the problem is we've got huge wealth inequality, a totally free market in housing, and housing policies over the last few decades, particularly this neoliberal approach of treating 
houses as as commodities or like assets for people to increase their wealth rather than primarily as homes for real people to live in so what's happening at the moment is we're it's just getting worse and worse and worse and we can see it like you said in in every community all over the country and and in other countries as well where the the people who the people who are suffering are, you know, working class people, young people, people on like regular wages. This it's not it's not a system that's really serving a healthy society and strong communities. So I think what you're asking there, I think, is the the ultimate aim. I think is you know that we need we all need to understand that we're facing the same underlying issues, and we need to build solidarity and work together and the solutions that we're proposing as Cymde Thassariaeth, that they would benefit every community in Wales. So what are those solutions? What are the main demands of the Nidu Cymriar Wealth campaign? Our main ask in that campaign is we're calling for a dead faith or, or a property act. So the aim of that legislation would be to give communities control over the housing market, democratise it and essentially make it much more equal than it currently is. So some of the things that would include would be introducing a cap on the amount of second homes or holiday lets that you can have in any given community bring in empty homes and second homes into public ownership and using them for the the use of local communities, changing the definition of affordable housing, because, you know, the current definition is is not actually affordable for anyone on a normal wage. And as part of that, then having legal caps on house prices and rent controls, putting priority for people based in the local area when it comes to the housing market so that they would have priority when buying and selling houses, returning the housing stock that we have back into public ownership rather than private hands and making sure that, you know, new housing that's built is social housing based in communities rather than letting big private developers build all of our housing that doesn't tend to be affordable and it doesn't tend to be based where people need them. Also, you know, regulating Airbnb, which is currently completely unregulated and is having a really, really harmful effect on house prices. And democratizing the planning system really so that local communities actually have a say and have control over the decisions that are made locally because we're not seeing that at the moment and then um, finally as all we're proposing as well like a few new taxes which partly would help to fund a lot of these measures but also would help to disincentivize some of the market behaviors we're seeing so having like a new tourism tax, taxing Airbnb, taxing landlords' profits, and increasing the taxes that we currently have on second homes. So would those taxes cover the costs of replenishing the social housing stock that we've lost, say, under the the right to buy scheme, for example? There's a real problem in terms of the supply of housing and building new social housing converting existing derelict housing back into usage is very, very costly. You've mentioned those taxes. Who should pay? This is the thing, isn't it? Because politics is about choices, isn't it? And I don't think any of us want this current system where some people are homeless and other people own multiple houses. We all want a society where everyone has a stable home and we have thriving communities. So 
the current system isn't working. The current system is very, very costly. So what do we want to do differently? Because at the moment, the choices that Welsh government are making are not prioritising the needs of our communities or of working class people. They're prioritising the needs of, you know, the wealthy, the market and big developers. And I think there's a a good example in terms of where does the money come from? Because as we saw over the pandemic, the Welsh government followed England's example in introducing the holiday on land transaction tax. And the reason that was done was to keep the housing market buoyant, which goes really to the heart of the whole problem with what we've got at the moment in terms of the housing market being such an important thing and treating housing as an asset in that sense. So, you know, they've lost out on the revenue that would have been come in from that tax. We think that tax should be a lot higher on higher value properties and particularly on second homes. So there are things that you could do differently that would give you the money that you need. You can reallocate the money that you're currently spending on, on propping up this system. And, and as we said, you know, the, the proposed taxes that we've talked about would go a long way to, to covering some of this stuff. But Ultimately, if you invest in social housing, if you invest in local communities and local economies, you reap the benefits elsewhere, don't you, in terms of having a much more resilient, much more thriving economy, having the burden then not falling on other public services, because we know that poor housing and homelessness, how much that impacts on people's long-term health and, and their need for other services. So we can either we can choose to stick with this current broken system we've got or we can do something differently and that's all within our powers here in Wales so that's what we're we're calling for really is that Welsh Government takes that action that's needed. Homelessness is a a choice it's a political choice and not having homelessness could also be a a political choice I, I, I agree with you on that. What can activists do then on this agenda? Do you have any advice as to what we should do for holidays, for example? You mentioned Airbnb and the need to regulate Airbnb. Is Airbnb a no-no? Should we avoid hiring a cottage or should we go for caravans, staying in hotels, B&Bs? What kind of tips would you give us in terms of how we can help with our spending behaviours? But also, can you outline what political action people can take if they share our concerns about the housing problem, homelessness and the effects on our communities? Yeah, so I think the first thing I'd say about that is that I don't think, like, we wouldn't want to focus on the individual and the choices we're making and the, you know, consumption habits that individuals have. Because, you know, ultimately, it's a system problem. It's a problem with the underlying housing system, the economy, the tourism industry that we have at the moment. And, you know, in many ways, we we can't avoid participating in that system, can we? And the economic situations that people are in, like, constrain the choices that they have, unless you're incredibly wealthy. So... I don't think, you know, Kandathas isn't going to judge anyone for the individual choices they make or for going on holiday or anything. And, and tourism can be very, very beneficial to communities. We want people, particularly within Wales, you know, to be visiting other areas and communities and getting to know them. 
But, you know, there's a big difference, isn't there, between tourism that benefits the community and that creates like high quality jobs and keeps the many local or there's tourism that's exploitative and and undermines that basis of community. And unfortunately, that's what we're seeing in a lot of areas in Wales is the latter. So I would say like, you know, on an individual level, there's things we can all consider in terms of the fact that Airbnbs don't tend to like they don't tend to create jobs. They don't tend to keep wealth in the community. You know, the same as like with big chains, whereas, you know, going and staying and using local businesses can have a much more positive impact. So when just, I suppose as well, like if you're going to visit a rural community or a coastal community in, in Wales or well, anywhere really, thinking about being mindful that you're visiting you're visiting people's home, you're visiting people's real community. It's not it's not just a tourist destination or a backdrop to your Instagram photos. But ultimately, yeah, to, to go back to that point, really, that it's, it's not about individuals, it's about the system. And, and this is an issue where we need systemic change and we need policy changes by the Welsh Government, including the things... I was mentioning earlier and that they have the power to do that you know the the problem is they they're dragging their feet and they're not willing to take the the sort of radical and urgent steps that we need and and so coming back to what can individuals do you ask you know the most important thing any of us can do is get involved in political action and campaigning because that ultimately is what's going to change things on on this issue and anything else so I would say you know Join Cymdeithas yr Iaith if you're not a member already and you don't have to be fluent in Welsh to join. You know, we're open to everyone who shares our values. Yeah, I think it's always what I always remind people about Cymdeithas as well is we're a volunteer-led organisation. We always have been. And the only reason we've won any of the campaigns we've won in the past for having Welsh language rights, having a Welsh language TV channel, increasing Welsh medium education, the only way we've ever won any of those campaigns is through ordinary people giving up their time and giving up their energy so if we want to win this campaign we're going to need more people to get involved so that would be my advice to everyone I think it's fair to say that the quest to build resilient communities and to secure a future for the Welsh language and to make sure that everyone has a home is a long revolution but you've given us plenty there that we can do to take practical action on the housing crisis deal That was a very informative contribution from Mably Cyril Jones chair Cadeirydd of Cymdeithas Eriaith Gymraeg the Nidu Cymru Arwerth campaign has a rally scheduled for November the 13th outside the Senedd in Cardiff Bay and everyone who's concerned about the matters raised in this podcast can go along to show your support. Music begins at 1.30 and speakers start at 3. More details about the rally and how to get involved in other aspects of the campaign and the wider work of the Welsh Language Society can be found on their website. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you have and you want to hear more, perhaps you will consider becoming a subscriber. To do that, please visit my Patreon page. I hope to be able to get enough support to continue to produce podcasts like this on a regular basis. You've been listening to the Leanne Wood Podcast.